This is a Counterspin Media presentation. Hannah Sperry here, co-host of Counterspin Media. I'm here to give you a quick update on the New Zealand data whistleblower story. That was, of course, released last Thursday on the 30th of November by Liz Gunn. She is the leader of the New Zealand Loyal Political Party here in New Zealand. Uh, she spoke to a man who at the time was going by the name Winston Smith. He's, of course, the protagonist from George Orwell's 1984. Now, this man worked for... Um, the New Zealand uh, Health Ministry, with the Ministry of Health. He was an Oracle Data Administrator. He had access to JAB um, data from a lot of, uh, many, many people here in New Zealand. It was not the only database. He never said it was the only database. He made it very clear in that piece with Liz that there were other databases out there. Um, that went viral and, you know, by Saturday it had exploded all around the world. And, of course, the New Zealand authorities were already kicking into gear. And by Sunday, uh, here in New Zealand, he had been arrested. So that was December the 3rd. And then on December the 4th, Monday, he was appearing in court. Calvin Alp, the um, other Counterspin co-host, went down to Wellington to uh, support Barry, Barry um, Young, which is his real name, we of course put the call out to all of you to get down there as well to support him. The gallery was packed. When he entered the dock, there was a rapturous applause um, and, you know, he was very, very elated, actually, it turns out, to see all of you there. After the hearing, he was not released on bail. He was held again for a second night in New Zealand jail and he was released today, which is Tuesday, December the 5th. He was released at uh, around 1pm. Uh, Calvin caught up with him after he was released. Um, his, his partner, Kathy also picked him up. And um, we're going to play that catch-up for you. And after that, we're going to play you the Harrison Smith piece that was released on the Warum on the Infowars.com platform, uh, which we're also part of. And you can watch a really good breakdown of all the major points of the story since it broke last Thursday up until now. Tomorrow morning, New Zealand time, that is Wednesday, the 6th of December at 7am, uh, Barry Young, the whistleblower, will be appearing on the Alex Jones show. I worked really hard with them today to get these interviews locked in. At 8am, Liz Gunn, the journalist and uh, political leader who broke the story, she will be appearing with um, Alex Jones. And that is, of course, um, starting at um, 12 noon Central Time US and then 1pm uh, Central for Liz. And then I'll be appearing uh, at 2pm Central and that is a 9am New Zealand Time uh, with Maria Z, who's hosting the fourth hour of the Alex Jones Show. She has invited me on. So this is a really important story. Of course, it is showing the excess mortality rate here in New Zealand. Uh, many experts are debating uh, back and forth around the data and exactly what it's showing. Um, it's been great to see so many people overseas picking it up. Uh, here in New Zealand, we need to put pressure now on the Deputy Prime Minister, Winston Peters. He, of course, ran on the platform stating that he would have a proper COVID inquiry as opposed to the Labour Party whitewash. Now, the question is, is Winston Peters actually looking at this information? Because he hasn't made a statement yet. So if he is still planning to run a COVID inquiry, he needs to include this data. 
to make sure that it is not a whitewash. Of course, the New Zealand authorities are acting really fast to shut the information down. They have put out an injunction, so you are not allowed to um, share the data. It's being scrubbed from the internet as fast as it can get uploaded. Um, Matthew Haig is the lawyer representing Barry Young. He is, of course, our lawyer as well, and he's a fantastic lawyer. We are, of course, here at Counterspin, uh, Calvin and I are facing 14 years for um, also sharing information that the government doesn't want you to find out about. And that is simply a link to an overseas website uh, that was hosted in the UK, created by a UK journalist, and it was a website about the um, Christchurch Mosque shooting. Now, that's also information you'll ever see, but uh, Matthew Haig is a very good lawyer, so we are very, um, very sure that, that Barry Young is in good hands. Um, and, you know, Matthew's doing everything he can to ensure that that Barry will not actually have to face prison time. He is charged um, with accessing uh, a computer and using that data for dishonest means, which of course he wasn't. Uh, I'm not going to get into any more of that now. You can listen to the rest of it uh, on Infowars tomorrow, and of course they're, they're covering extensively. So please um, check out uh, Calvin with the whistleblower now. Uh, we are just so happy and delighted to bring you the news that he has been released. So he is spending his first night back at home with Kathy and his children. And um, yeah, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow on Infowars from 6am New Zealand time that the show starts. And um, yeah, we'll be on from 7 a and 9. So I look forward to seeing you then. Barry and Kathy, Barry, welcome back to the real world from your release from Rimataka Prison at approximately 1 o'clock this afternoon as per the judge's orders yesterday. How are you feeling and uh, what's your next move? Oh, it's so good to be out, thank you. Um, yeah, good to be out in the real world again. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just overwhelmed actually by everything that's just gone on. But the support out there was amazing. It was beautiful to see all those people in court and all on my side. And that should tell you something, you know, the government needs to listen to the people. I mean, this is, what's happening is wrong and they should do something about it. It's just, it's not right what's what's going on, you know, these these things need to be looked at. And um, they, can, they can put me in jail, they can cage me, but they can never cage the truth. Yeah, 100%. Now, Iceland, of course, is leading a worldwide inquiry into the COVID uh, rollout and um, the narrative. Um, there's obviously uh, concern from all over the world. There's large increases in all-cause mortality rates. Um, you've been pointing that out here in New Zealand. And for your troubles to save people, they're trying to silence you and lock you away. Um, but of course, you've got Matthew Haig from Frontline Law, a brilliant lawyer who's done a lot for people. Um, are you going to temper your response or your actions now, or are you going to basically stand no, firm and continue? They, they can't. I mean, I'm telling the truth. They're, they're saying it's for dishonest purposes. There's nothing dishonest in there. I, I've never said a dishonest word. It's all out there. Prove me wrong. Um, there's no dishonesty in anything I've said or done. Yep. I'm absolutely 100% on that. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I hope this just finally gets out. And you know, if, if I was just an idiot babbling away, um, then the government and the police wouldn't take any notice of it. Or am I telling the truth? So for a man with data, you get raided by the police, door gets smashed in, all armed, and they take you and equipment and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, if, it, if you weren't a threat to the government narrative, surely the response would have been a lot softer than that. You would think so, wouldn't you? Because, you know, um, when, you, when it boils down to any, I wasn't really doing anyone any harm. Um, but aid cops to turn up armed 
and being handcuffed in the street. <laughs> All unarmed cars, un unmarked cars as well, and busting my door down and trashing my places. Um, you know, I know they've got a job to do with all that, but this came from the top, you know. It was very heavy-handed and um, it wasn't a regular police operation. I can guarantee you that. So the yeah. government was behind it 100%. Now, I just want to clarify one more point before we let you go, because I know you'd be tired, you want to get back, settle down. You have a lot of people like Alex Jones and others wanting you to be on the show uh, tomorrow morning, which is great. It needs to get out there. He's going to encourage other whistleblowers to come forward because United, I think we can bring all these, this global cabal down. I just want to ask you at this point. Now, before you released this information, redacted as well, so it's, no, it's anonymized, you sent it to your employers prior to its release and every MP whose address you could find. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. So they have knowledge of it. And the silence thus far is deafening. Deafening, absolutely. And you know, um, during the the freedom protests last year, when not one of them, not a single one of them, would come out and you know talk to the people, their people that elected them, was like, you know, this sh this shouldn't happen. They, their MPs, who do you represent? You represent the people. And I worked for the government <laughs> and the Ministry of Health, and. My employee, I don't see it as the government. I see my employers as the, the people of New Zealand. And this is their data. So, you know, I, I'm just giving it to them. Brilliant. Well, we'll let you go now. Thank you for your bravery on behalf of all of us. And we will follow you. Because unlike most news stories, we're not just going to abandon you now that they've got, we've got the hot takes. Uh, we're going to continue to this to its ultimate end. Hopefully resulting in criminal prosecution of all those who are trying to kill everyone. Thanks, guys. We'll see. All right, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The War Room. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. We are going to get into well, lots of things today, but we'll begin with the saga of the New Zealand whistleblower. The data, database administrator who helped the New Zealand government catalog vaccine recipients. He was actually on with Alex Jones. His story and video can be found at Infowars.com. Bombshell, government whistleblower exposes mass death, deaths from COVID shots. So this story from Infowars was published December 2nd. And then December 3rd, New Zealand whistleblower who just exposed COVID mass jab, uh, jab mass deaths was just arrested. Go on Alex Jones, Sunday by Monday morning, you are arrested for your expose showing the level of mass death that occurred following the COVID vaccinations. Now, they didn't arrest him for misinformation. Let's be clear. They didn't arrest him because he was lying. They arrested him because of how he obtained the data, which is a very important distinction to make. Now, I'm going to show this story unfold. Through a series of videos. These were compiled by Laura Aboli, who was actually on American Journal last week. You can follow her at Lori, Laura Aboli underscore X. We'll do a series of videos, and I, I may add some other videos to it just to give you a better idea of uh, what this data says. But we'll begin with clip number one. Liz Gunn released an interview with whistleblower Barry Young, lead data administrator for the COVID response in New Zealand, where he laid out the method by which he discovered the excess deaths 
that are attributable to the COVID vaccine. Let's go now to clip number one. Yeah, there's a graph of the daily deaths where more than 120 people have died from January the 11th to September 2023. So on the left there, the big red line, is the Christchurch earthquake event. So that is the outlier, and that's a, a lot of people died on that day. From there, the next line where you get more than 120 people dying is sometime 2012. Then you get nothing for a year. 2013 doesn't have any. 2014, you got a couple. Then nothing. 2016, you got one. Then nothing until 2018, where you get a whole bunch, a whole cluster. That's probably due to a flu epidemic because all these these spikes that you see, these black lines previously on the left-hand side, they're all due to the winter flu season. So you've got to remember that. they All all these deaths happened in June, July, August. So there, in 2018, we had a, a big flu epidemic. Moving on to the right, you get another one. Then the next red one, the Christchurch massacre, which was in 2019 in March. But from that... You get a, a cluster in 2020, a whole bunch there. May have been another bad flu season. We don't know. But then from 2021, midway, you see a black line there appearing. And then it's like a flick of a switch. Suddenly, the black lines get closer together. And there's more of them. Very thick black lines there. So this, this one here. Peak deaths with COVID, with or from COVID, but then the deaths from COVID, if you look at the Worldometer website, it correlates to that. That is the same time. They say that over 60 people died with or from COVID. Then after that, it suddenly, suddenly drops off. So after that, you only get a couple of people a day dying with or from COVID. So if you, if you go back to the chart there, in that case, you would you would expect to see the black lines disappear because no one's dying from COVID anymore, right? But you're not. You're absolutely not. You're seeing the black lines. There are more people dying than ever before. These are the, the biggest number of deaths we've seen in history of New Zealand. The death rate has gone up 6%, 8% year on year. Even after COVID wasn't a thing, the death rate is still going up. And that's illustrated here by these black lines, which are still going on. And we're basically getting a Christchurch massacre now on many days in New Zealand. Yes. Would you agree with that? Yes, that's right. It's like every other day, we're basically seeing another similar number of people than the Christchurch massacre, but it's not being mentioned by anyone in the news mainstream media is not picking this up but there is an increase in the death rate nobody's talking about it but we've got to know why there are excess mortality rates not just in new zealand but across the world and hopefully we can explain that so if you didn't know about the vaccine program if you had been in a coma for the last 10 years if you were an alien just landing on earth and you were presented this map it's like or this graph rather it's like so many other examples that we have like for the election night graph 
where if you just had the graph alone with no context, no labels, but you knew generally what the map, uh, what the graph was about, like an alien seeing this this graph unlabeled, but knowing that it was excess deaths, could point to the spikes and point particularly to the one following the COVID vaccine rollout, and they would just by virtue of the data say something crazy happened here. This was a massive earthquake that went on for days or this was a war that got started. I mean, something major happened here. The only question is what? And of course, we know the answer because we know that it followed the vaccine rollout perfectly. But even if you didn't know that, and if you just had the, the graph and the number of excess deaths, it would be beyond obvious that something major had happened. Something that brought death by the hundreds daily had occurred. It's only a question of what it was. And if you if it was something other than the vaccine rollout, I'd love to know it. Did we miss an uncontrolled wildfire that destroyed all of New Zealand? Did we miss some sort of plague that went through that killed all of these people? If there's not something else to attribute these deaths to, that only leaves you with one conclusion. It was, in fact, the vaccine rollout. But following revelations like this and the, the database worker who was a Ministry of Health employee, the whistleblower, his name is Barry Young, and he was getting this information out with the help of Liz Gunn, who is a journalist, but she's also the leader of the New Zealand Loyal Party. She released this video, clip number two, the following day about Barry Young's home being raided by police. Let's go now to clip number two. Today is Sunday, the 3rd of December, 2023. I'm out in the car that we have. I've had a call to say that the whistleblower who has put out the crucial information exposing the COVID lies, exposing the information that he had working for the Ministry of Health in New Zealand, has had his house surrounded by police at 2.15 today. It has been swarming with police. The time now is almost five o'clock. I have not gone public yet because I wanted not to inflame the situation, but why are the police there still? And this I heard 10 minutes ago, as well as that 10 minutes ago, the second person who backs up that whistleblower and one of the people who contacted me along with the whistleblower has had her house now surrounded by police. And Liz Gunn is now in hiding. We'll tell you about that on the other side. The command center in the battle for clarity and truth. Harrison Smith invites you to the war room. All right, folks, welcome back. We return to the saga of Barry Young that is still unfolding. He's apparently been granted bail at this point, but not until tomorrow at the earliest. So just to catch you up, Barry Young, who went on with Alex Jones, Yesterday, or uh, do you go on on Friday? The story is from the 2nd of December, and you can find the story and the interview with Alex on Infowars.com. Government whistleblower exposes mass deaths from COVID shots. He was a Ministry of Health employee who had access to the databases that cataloged things like death rates and vaccine side effects and these sorts of things. He published his findings with the help of a journalist named Liz Gunn, who also happens to be the leader of the New Zealand Loyal Party. However, now he, some of the people that were working with him, 
uh, and some of the people that have been working with him have had their houses raided by the police. He's been arrested. I'm not sure if there have been other arrests, but other people have been questioned by the police in this matter. And now Liz Gunn herself is in hiding. First, we'll look at a local report about uh, the Barry Young arrest. Clip number three, Barry Young appeared before the Wellington District Court Judge Andrew Nichols on the 4th of December. That was earlier today. Let's watch. Employees shouted freedom and received a standing ovation from supporters as he appeared in court for allegedly taking COVID-19 vaccine data. 56-year-old Barry Young is charged with dishonestly accessing the health ministry's database and will remain in custody until tomorrow. Alexa Cook reports. Barry Young blowing kisses to his supporters as he potentially faces seven years in prison for allegedly taking vaccine data from his employer's database. Something he discussed with conspiracy theorist Liz Gunn. Basically, I saw too much that I couldn't do nothing anymore. He allegedly downloaded a terabyte of data, which later spread online and claimed Tefatu Order was covering up thousands of COVID-19 vaccine deaths. So, correction, the, the crew just correct me. I, I conflated two things. Alex didn't actually interview um, this guy, Young. Uh, he interviewed Steve Kirsch about what was going on. Uh, my mistake. I, I just conflated those two, but very powerful interview with Steve Kirsch if you want to get into the uh, nitty-gritty of some of these numbers that were revealed by Barry Young. There you saw a little report about him in uh, you know shouting freedom as he's arrested for exposing the truth about what happened following the vaccine rollout there in New Zealand. And now, according to other people in the New Zealand Loyal Party, the deputy leader, Logan Courtney, has released a statement confirming that Liz has now gone into hiding. Let's go now to clip number four. Here's the deputy leader of the New Zealand Loyal Party, Logan Courtney, discussing what's happening with their leader, Liz Gunn. Let's watch. Hello to the people of New Zealand and the world. My name is Logan Courtney, and before 2 p.m. yesterday, I was the deputy leader of a political party in New Zealand called NZ Loyal. Our leader, Liz Gunn, who is also a trained journalist, released a piece where a whistleblower and herself discussed a highly controversial issue. As a result, our leader has had to go into hiding because the police have arrested and charged the whistleblower for allegedly, allegedly, misusing and disclosing vaccination data while spreading misinformation about COVID-19. The health department, which filed the charges, has entered an injunction so that the data cannot be disclosed to the public. As of today, the whistleblower will be charged at 10 a.m. at the Wellington Court. This tells the truth. This isn't about COVID-19. This is about stopping freedom of speech. <clears throat> this is being done through intimidation in the legal system. As a result, I'm asking for political and financial help from the world. First, I ask all political parties in New Zealand to do the right thing. This is your first test as the leaders of New Zealand. I ask the Governor-General to perform the duty that you were elected for. And for the political parties around the world, I ask that you 
hold New Zealand to account for these actions. I ask all media around the world to bring to light this injustice. To the people of the world, I ask that you share this far and wide. And very, very troubling developments there in New Zealand. So Liz Gunn, leader of a political party, has now gone into hiding out of fear she'll be arrested. I'm going to play one more video just again to highlight Liz Gunn's participation in this, how she helped to get this information out, what some of the information says. I'll be clip number 17. But I want to highlight again that not even the New Zealand officials are saying that this data is incorrect. They're not saying it's fake data. They're not saying it's false conclusions. They're just refusing to see the obvious correlation and to establish in their minds the causation between the vaccine and the excess deaths. The excess deaths are real. They're statistical. They're unquestioned. They just refuse to acknowledge that those deaths came immediately after the vaccine rollout and were likely caused by it. In fact, what they say is that they're pretty concerned about the momentum building behind some of these conspiracy theories. Well, the deaths happened. You tell me your theory as to why. We're, we have a pretty good answer to that. You don't. Let's go down to clip number 17, show you more of what this data said. Okay, so what I did with the data was um, look at the top 10 um, batches that were had a high death count, a high mortality rate. And I put them on a chart, um, which you can see up there. So it's got a, a batch ID. So what I did was our internal batch ID. I counted the number of vaccinated within that batch. And then I found out who was dead. Wow, let's have a look. And so we then look at the percentage of the ratio. So do we know if these are all Pfizer, the top 10? Yes, they are. And this is Pfizer's batch number one. We've had yep. 711 from batch number one vaccinated. 152 of those died, which makes a 21% percentage yeah. death, death rate. mortality rate. Mortality rate. Batch. They are high. Now, what's our normal that we would it expect? Point seven mortality five. rate. 0.75. Because these batches are against all age groups as well. It's not one particular batch for one particular age group. It's across all ages. So, so all the vaccination centres, whoever rocked up on the day, um, whatever age you were, and it, it would average out. It would all average out. So there's not one particular batch that points to one particular age group. So looking as if batch number eight, the second one, yeah. 221 jab, 38 dead. That's a 17% mortality rate yeah. batch number three here yeah. and we've got 48 out of 310 so that's a 15 percent yeah. and if we go right down the the uh, in the top 10 yeah. batch 71 11,000 vaccinated with batch number 71 yeah. 498 dead and that's a four percent now, you say down the bottom on the screen, could you just tell us what this is yeah, saying? We, um, the chances of these batches not being a killer are 100 billion to one. Explain that as a statistician. Yeah. Well, if you look at the underlying um, mortality rate and then you look at the ratio percentage here, the top one, the chances of that 
occur naturally by chance is, is almost impossible. It cannot be due to chance. It has to be due to something. So, statistically, the obvious conclusion is that it's due to the vaccines themselves. The New Zealand government calls that a conspiracy theory, but they are not denying that this data is false. In fact, they're charging him with illegal use and breaching of this data, meaning that in a way they've kind of confirmed it. They just refuse to acknowledge what's behind it. You also notice that the batch's mortality gets better as it goes on, meaning they probably figured out what was happening and were trying to correct it a little bit. They didn't want everybody dying. You can find Counterspin, New Zealand's media revolution, at counterspinmedia.com. And now, on the InfoWars Network, at band.video.